D&D time, everyone. Please let this be a normal session. With Dad? Unfucking likely Oh. Previously on the Tavern of Chaos, after escaping the doomed planet aboard the Moon Dancer, our intrepid adventurers find themselves in wild space. After leaving this particular planet, they are eventually attacked by a group of Astro Elves and their Star Moth. After courageously fighting off the Astro Elves for a little while, our adventurers do find themselves defeated and taken hostage. After a less than joyous conversation with the captain of the Star Moth, they find themselves coming up upon a derelict Nautiloid ship. After being tasked with going aboard the ship, we find our adventurers preparing to find what they might aboard. Welcome back, everyone, to episode three of the Tavern of Chaos. As always, my name is Jake. I'm your host and dungeon master. I am here with three of my oh-so-lovely friends as we continue our spell jamming adventures. Gentlemen, how are you all doing? I'm doing as good as I can, I guess. I'm pretty all right, now that my headache's gone. I don't know. I'm here, existing, setting up the stuff as usual. Yeah, we did a lot. Um, We're in a new room. We moved a whole, what, 30 feet? Uh, Yeah, give or take. Into a different room. From a dining room to a bedroom. Now converted to a semi-recording studio. Jank that up, but you know... We're making it work. Yeah. A lot of foam. A lot hey, of foam. It's more, it looks more professional than it ever really did. Hell yeah. Well, professional is a word that we use very lightly. Very loose term we here. fucking basically taped foam to the wall. Listen, there's plenty of other podcasts that I've seen that were set up just as jankly. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So welcome back. We're playing through our weekly game of... Light of Jerixis campaign from Spelljammer. Um, if you haven't listened to our first two episodes, head on back and listen to those. They're quite interesting. Have some very fun moments. Don't they, Bart? Guiding Bolt? Guiding Bolt. So. It's not my fault. I don't like monologues. So, as Flapjack brings the boat around, you see... This figure waving you all down from the deck of this derelict nautiloid. Is there anything you guys would like to do as you are slowly making your way towards the ship? I'm going to ritually cast Detect Magic. So I don't A, have to waste the spell slot immediately, and B, figure out what the hell is wrong with this thing. So you are casting Detect Magic... Let me just look up exactly what specifically it could tell you, just because I want to know. So you're going to originally cast it, but are you going to like kind of wait until you're like right up against it? Yeah. Okay. Once we get within the you know thirty feet of whatever. Um. um I think Bart's going to, since you know somebody's already doing the detect magic bit. Um. Detect poison or disease. So, Basil, you do sense a magical aura around this figure that is waving. And is now, as you get closer, you hear is yelling, Over here! Help, please! And just waving his hands in the air. 
You are doing what part? Uh, I'm going to ready mm-hmm. now that I read the spell properly uh, until we get onto the ship to detect poison and disease. Okay. All right. Is I'm that, just... Does it have a particular school or... Um, Because it says you learn its school of magic, if any. So if none is applicable, then that's fine. That's a fine answer, but... I am going to say... Just curious. Illusion? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's... that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Illusion-based magic. Okay. And you said you're holding that detect poison yeah, until, until get... you're actually on the ship Right, itself. because it's only 30 feet that I get, so... Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could cast it from when you get close enough to the boat, but if you want to wait until you're it's actually a 10 in there. cast, so I figured we got yeah. 10 minutes as we're slowly getting yeah, up course. to it. Well, gentlemen, uh, keep your eyes peeled. There is a bit of a uh, illusion going on with our uh, derelict survivor over there. So should we throw a rock at it? I mean, if you want to do your thing, I ain't going to stop you. However, comma... That does not mean he's going to immediately try, not try and immediately kill us as soon as we get within, you know, boarding range. That's fair. Yeah, but there's only one of him and three of us, so. Yeah, but that one of him might be a lot bigger or a lot deadlier than what we're currently seeing. I can't penetrate the illusion. I can just see that there is one. To give you guys an idea of what you are seeing, this particular being is, looks like a young human. Currently in very raggedy, ratty clothes, blood-stained, like, just tore up. And it's just waving. Like, currently, homie looks like he's busted up pretty good, but that don't mean that uh, that's just a guise that he uses to lure people in. Or he's just trying to use it to, you know, create a false sense of camaraderie and security with it. So, either way, I'm going in half-cocked and on alert because... It's safer than nothing, but like I said, don't mean that he's is what we're seeing. It's probably not going to be too smart for me to just rip a guiding bolt. No, so I'm just gonna keep, not this time. I'm gonna just keep you know the ten minute concentration I got to do. Okay. Uh, at this point, I will turn to uh, Captain Astral Elf and his chimp squad and his lieutenants and just kind of be like uh i'm gonna warn y'all now that that guy is not exactly what that guy looks like so you might uh want to be ready in case he just ditches us past us and tears through at you i think we'll be just fine i hope so but just because you beat us clowns doesn't mean that he's not something deadlier well hopefully you all can take care of it just fine yeah well there's a good chance he just blows right by us well we wish you the best. Gee, thanks. So many words of encouragement here. At this point, you see, as you have breached their air bubble, and their bubbles have melded, um, planks have been dropped from ship to ship for you guys to be able to cross, if you so choose to. Yeah, I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll lead the charge across the planks. Do I detect any poison or disease upon stepping on or you're gonna make me kind of just hold it as i walk through um you sense nothing immediately upon stepping onto the ship okay 
you an idea of what you guys are seeing, I will switch us over to the map of the Lucent Edict. And there you guys are. I'll ping it for you guys. You are over here. Who wants to do the thing? Oh, there. Okay. So that's where you guys are. So, as you guys make your way across, this particular Kianki Melon goes, <laughs> Oh, it's good to see people. My name is uh, Benoto. Been stranded out here quite a while. We were attacked by a Neogi, and well, they killed most of my crew. There are a few left, but we're really on dire times. Could really use some help. This is your ship? No, we were put here. We were captured in a sense by mind flayers, but. They uh they were wiped out and while well, we were left, a few uh of my other crew and I. I don't believe this guy. Can I, can I roll an insight check? Yeah, go ahead. I don't trust this shady man. I'm already looking at illusory magic and all that. Ten. Um, he's really ragged, so it's kind of hard to read. Yeah. While you do sense the illusion magic, you do kind of sense also, like, he looks rough. I mean, yeah. he probably needs the help he's asking for. Yeah, just whether or not the story's accurate. All right, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to just cure wounds at this man's. Yeah, sure. Because why not? I think it's five HP back. All right. Thank you, good sir. I really appreciate it. So where's the rest of your crew? If if you said there were more of you alive down here, they are up on the bridge. We have uh, taken the holding into the bridge as a last ditch effort area. Well, go ahead, lead the way. Yeah. All right. So at this point, I am just gonna draw my pistol, but stand behind yeah. Spike enough that you know can't necessarily see it if he immediately turns around. So you guys do. Make your way up a flight of stairs. I'll put you guys up here onto. Whoop, if I click the correct thing, the select to move option. So we come over here. I'll put you guys about middle for a second. You guys notice as you make your way to the battle deck of the area. It is a little rough. It does look like this particular ship has been ransacked and salvaged. The all of the weapons on this particular nautiloid are in shambles. Um, it's been broken up pretty bad. This ship has seen better days, huh? It, it really has. Um, we tried to hold on the best we could, but the Neogi were a little too bad. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to go down below a little bit and try to get some supplies to help out as well. I don't they were pretty badly injured. Um you will hear if someone does go below there is a creature on the cargo deck who will try to call out to you that it is an abomination. It is not a man. Do not listen to it. I'll go down. Abomination? Something to kill? I don't know if we want to try and kill this thing. I mean could we theoretically get it no, never mind. That could cause a lot of casualties. Well, I, I feel like let's just go down and see what the fuck it is. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that. I, I was mean, saying... do we need the supplies that are down there? 
It's the only thing that's down there of value other than the abomination stuck down there. If we're evacuating the survivors, it doesn't really need, we don't need to go below deck. Well, I mean, the way I see it, I I can go below deck, right? Grab the supplies, and if shit starts to go down, I can just bamf out of there. What exactly are the supplies that are below deck that are valuable to you? Some medical supplies, any sort of waters, possible healing items that the, the mind flayers left. I'm not sure. We haven't been down there in a, hot, in a little while. Let's see what they could have left down there. I don't see any danger in just hopping down there real quick, grabbing some shit, and coming back. Take Bart. I'll stay here. All right. Let's go on an adventure. You're the only two that can teleport around. This is true. So, there are two possible ways down. As you see in the center of your map here, there is a little hole circle that will lead you down, and there is also this staircase over here. Um... There's a middle like area that has like a little rope ladder, or you can take the stairs. Can I? I, I want to just look down like the rope ladder, see what's down at the bottom. Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. Hell yeah. Uh, that is twenty-one. So you look down there, and it looks, and you all. Get a stench. It's like a slaughterhouse down there. There are bodies strewn all about the place, and the floor is completely stained red with blood. Most of these bodies do appear to be human, but you do see one arachnid form with an eel like neck and head that lies motionless among the others. Okay. So pretty dark down there, right? Um, it's pretty dark you're on the main deck of the ship so like a lot of the light you're getting is coming from can't really see any light down there but there is light coming from the outer the outside through this so with the knowledge of there being an illusion cast can i cast dancing lights down there to see if i can illuminate the bodies and see if any of the corpses down there look like the guy we're talking to yeah go for it um Make a investigation check. So you you cast dancing lights, and a bunch of lights do, yeah, more, like come to being down there. Just okay. Boop, 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 boop. And now Donnie, uh, Bard, there are there is not light down there. That's a twenty. Can I just make a at twenty? No, uh, thirty twenty. Can I just make a basic perception? I don't think that twenty matters. It's skill checks see, to just see what. Um, you would have seen the same thing. Bonus. Just all the bodies. Um, a little bit of an edge. It's really hard to tell from up here. If you got down there and you really wanted to like look at the bodies, you could try to find characteristics. But from up here, it, these are pretty mangled. But if you got in there and like started really looking at faces, you could possibly tell to see if they look like your man here. But I'll go down. We're going to head down. Bart, are you following him? or? Yeah, yeah, I'm following the stip shit. He's going to need your help more than he's going to need mine. B-Boy, why don't you, uh, let's go get your crew. Why don't you go get your crew and bring them out here? Okay, so you guys, Spike and Bart, you will drop down here, as you'll see on okay. the map. And are you following Benato? Up to the bridge, or are you saying? No, I'm on... gonna stay right here and just watch the stairs and watch so, where he's going. So if you're if you are staying there, I would like to make a, quite a, a crazy request. 
Uh, I would like Basil to stand by by the edge of the where the rope ladder is, ready to be giving someone a piggyback ride, so that if shit hits the fan, I can misty step into a piggyback ride from Basil because I can teleport to any location I can see. So as long as I can just look up and see your back, I can just whoop. I mean, that's fair. I'm going to be staring at it until I see you at the bottom of the rope ladder then anyways. But I'm also going to use um, my magical tinkering and quickly kind of... uh, I'm going to take one of your little pebbles and quickly uh, tinker with it a little bit and uh, hook it up with some uh, evocation magic. And now it just glows in a five-foot dim. Here. In case you need to... uh, illuminating pebble check Sweet. further ahead <laughs> yeah <laughs> and do damage i mean sure it's a knockoff guiding bolt isn't it i mean yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> i mean that that is fair that is a knockoff guiding bolt that would like theoretically the job correct so you said you were staying, though? You're not following? Yeah, no, I'm not following him. I mean, so he starts Or is he way, not going to walk off on his own? He says, starts one foot up the stair, doesn't see you come, goes, Please, I am... T- I, I don't have the strength to help carry anyone. I will need help. Oh, none of them move? None of them are walking? A couple do, but there are more than what I can carry. I mean, look at me, man. <sighs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Damn, that sucks for me. <laughs> Just holler if you need me. So you're going to follow him up? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to move you. I'm going to get absolutely gatted. Up to here. You're going to be there, but we are going to skip down to Spike and Bart. So you two make it to the bottom, and yeah, it's... It's a murder zone here. It, this is a crime scene. There is blood. There are guts. There is mangled bodies everywhere. Meat grinder? Meat grinder. Meat grinder. Meat grinder. Meat grinder. It's... It's bad. So. You were down here. Um... I'll let you both, you guys can both make an investigation check if you'd like to. Okay. See if there's one you can find. What's the ship made out of? Is it like metal, stonish, uh, shelly? A little bit of everything. Mm. A little bit of everything you just rattled off. Okay. That's oh. in that one on my end. How's a three sound? <laughs> What's your total? Oh, you're right. I should actually add total. Set investigation, right? Yes. Oh, so that's a whole two. Whole two. Alrighty. So, some things that you do find out from your little bit of searching. Um, there are eleven. There are twelve total corpses. Eleven are human, and one is an arachnid that you, Spike, knows to be in a neogi. That arachnid form is one of the neogi. Okay. Um, well, at least we don't have to deal with that. A lot of are a lot of them are in various states of 
death in various states of being butchered. Various states of unhealth care. I would say with your particular investigation checks, you roughly see about 20 silver pieces scattered across the ground that you can pick up if you want to. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's rough. There are supplies down here, which you do see. There are some food and there's some water and you do find some bandages and stuff like that. You do also find in some of them, there are barrels of pickled brains floating in some sort of brine. Hmm. That's not comforting. Mind flayers. That's interesting. I think Basil would eat it if I gave him two gold pieces. No, I don't think so. You never know. Sometimes you might try anything once. So, yeah. so that is all. Maybe that. do it for five. He might do it for five. I think he'd do it for five. We might have to grab one of these on the way out. Yeah. So you do check that. Also in this area to the left of the main, you do see some bodies in there. And as you do get closer... Mm-hmm. to there you do hear a voice go please help I need assistance please I think that might be that abomination they were warning us about Cutting bolt time no I think it's time to just grab the supplies and fucking go back up mm. you do see that the doors are fastened shut on the uh, from so the voice coming from another other side of the door that is fastened shut which it looks like it is sutured together with ropes and hooks yeah, I say we just grab the supplies and fucking leave. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So you just collect up some of the supplies and get out of there? I'm grabbing what I can see of supplies that might be useful and okay. just going, yeah. So, hold on. I'll, out, of, out of character here for a second. So, thinking about it, uh, the, the more I think about it, it could the abomination could be an actual person and the guy up top was lying to us i want to open the door uh, i've cha- i've changed my answer <laughs> oh great the door is currently like i said the currently the door is fastened shut with sutures of ropes and steel hooks uh, can i just cut the fucking ropes off spike what are you doing yeah, go ahead and make a just make an att- just roll an attack with okay. your uh, sword uh, buddy i don't think that's the best course of action <sighs> how does seven sound <laughs> yeah so you're right over here right up against these doors and i mean it's i'm gonna say bart you're probably you're a little bit behind him you're probably in the doorway behind him leading back towards the cargo hold just like whoa whoa now it you start hacking. It's gonna it's gonna take you a hot minute if you keep at that. It's gonna take. Minutes. I am going to keep at it. So Bart, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, so they Basil detected an illusion when we got on the ship, and then we were told that there was a abomination down here with all the human corpses, and then we hear a human voice crying out for help. I think we might be being tricked. So I want to know for sure. Worst comes to worst, you get to use Guiding Bolt. Uh, you're right, but I didn't really want to fight the Abomination. That's why I wasn't going to... All right, I whatever. also I didn't d- want to fight the Abomination, but uh, Curiosity did kill the cat, and goddamn, if it kills me, it kills me. 
Okay. Okay. All right. TPK. TPK. All right. So while that is happening, (laughs) I'm going to be dead by the time you guys come up here with the real person. Don't mind me. It's fine. Leave my body. So, uh, we're we're either about to get fucking dunked on or you're about to get fucking dunked (laughs) on. So you make it to the stop of the stairs of Basil. In the bridge. Pistol fully ready. Like, I do not trust this man. Pistol ready, wrist rockets, good to go. 100%. So, you come forward into the bridge. It's a very high vaulted ceiling um, in front of you. There is a observation deck with a couple stairs. There's also a ladder leading towards the top, top balcony area. If you switch it to go up there. But yeah, so you're in this very large vaulted area. Mm-hmm. Um, as Benoto, at this point, as you come up and Benoto turns the corner and you follow one step behind, you see this. The abomination? I wish. Let me bring them to the token layer for me to mess with. What are we bringing to the token layer? Whatever those tokens are up there on the top deck with me. I can't see exactly what the tokens are, but yeah, they're tokens. Four worm-like looking creatures. They are sitting there with chittering teeth-like mouths. Oh, hell no. Nah. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Nah. Oh, this point, Bonoto takes one step forward and turns and looks directly in your eyes. I just want in the back of Basil's head for my voice to pop up. He should have let me go and bolted him. You just hear him go, I'm sorry. Don't lie to me. You ain't sorry about none of this. I'd like you to roll initiative, Basil. I'm gonna die. Oh no. Twenty-three. Ooh, all right, that's good for you though. <laughs> hey, at least you get to go first in your death. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go out in a blaze of glory. Alright, we're gonna do this. I'm gonna use them as a group. I think it'd be easier. Well, I mean the other benefit is is that we have a long rest, so I have three spell slots worth of thunder wave. So you said you're what, 23? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Also, I feel like it probably won't take us that long. Okay, to get yeah. Up to you. So, top of this order, as Benoto turns and says, I'm sorry. Basil, you are up, my friend. What would you like to do? Not fucking die. <laughs> uh, yeah, first of all, yeah. Second of all, um. Well, I, I mean, he has a, a probably like two or three turns before that happens. He's what, 10? 10, he five. Is, he is about 10 feet from me, I believe. Let me just double check. Yeah, I was going to say my... The, he yeah. is 10 feet from Yeah, me, okay. All right. Apparently. So nothing's currently engaged with me. No. That's cool. That, That's fine. He is 10 feet from you. They're You hear these off. closest ones 20 feet. You also do hear chittering from the other side of the staircase. Which you actually can see as this is just a staircase coming up. You do see these guys. Yeah, I see the homies over there. Okay. All right. um, there. Hanging out, ready to go. Is that like... Single wide staircase, double wide staircase, single wide staircase, single wide staircase. One person. I mean, two if you really get to love each other. 
Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I appreciate that it's a single wide staircase. I'm just trying to do. I was just trying to do some, uh, you know. Are you being blocked up top? Could you just take a dash or action? Action. Oh, back I don't to even need to dash, us? dog. I just need to run. I just need to walk down the stairs. Yeah, there yeah, are enough. No. There's currently nothing blocking yeah. Basil from the staircase. He it's just is... a matter of I'm gonna have to hold them off. Essentially, choke point them at the staircase. Is the only like that's the only valid strategy that's crossing my mind right now. And would so would lighting the staircase? Huh? Would would lighting the staircase on fire work? Are the is it wood? I'd say there's probably some wooden parts. Bits. Yeah, because it's a nautiloid ship, so it's like mixed material of like stone, metal, wood, chitinous. Yeah, like shell like. Fair enough. That's kind of why I was like, I don't really... Every, there's a bit of everything there. I'd say probably there's some, there are some wooden parts <laughs> on the staircase that could catch fire. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm going to take... Um, so I'm going to shoot home dog here. Yeah. Because Go ahead and fuck roll. him and fuck the horse he rode in on. Go ahead and roll the hit, my man. Twenty-four. That one hundred percent hits. Roll that damage. Let me find my D ten. Five, six, seven, eight, nine points of damage off the pistol. Hell yeah! You just boom, catch him like right in the upper chest shoulder, and you see he's he's a smaller human. T would just. I ain't sorry about that. And then I'm gonna walk down the um stairs. And is it this? Is it that where that goes? Or is that? Uh, it would go. Or is it the middle one? Here. Okay, it's the middle one. Okay, yeah. cool. Are you going outside the stairs? Or you want to be right at the bottom. I want to be like right at the bottom. Yeah. So right there, so right where your token is currently, you are sitting there, basically in the doorway, pistol pointing yeah. upwards. Yeah. And then I'm gonna use my um, bonus action and just start spewing fire on the. Um, stairs with my flamethrower hell yeah dude and if anything does catch on fire then if anything can't catch on fire then it's on fire so yep 100 percent. let me just find a fire asset real quick just so i can you know show that that area is on fire you know what who cares about fire assets you just color it red square yeah so in red. you were like totally right to be super super shaded out by these yeah, guys. So that's all I'm, I'm still there. also shaded out by whatever you guys got going on below. So like you know, is that gonna end your turn? I'm confident. Um, <clears throat> Basil. Uh, yeah. That wasn't very confident there, is bud. Is my final answer? Yes. Is your final answer? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I had to think. I had to take a quick uh, gander. I was like, Benoto mm-hmm. is going to come right to the top of the stairs there, and you, Basil, feel your mind just start to rack. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I hate this. I hate this. Five. <laughs> Five. Oof. I have a yikers. I have a plus zero to my wisdom saving throw modifier. I'm supposed old. to be smart, not street smart. 
big old fucking so you're going yikes. To take 11 points of psychic damage as you just feel your Delicious. head just squeeze in and hurt. And yeah, and then that was what? Five, ten. He's going to pop out of the way. And now it is. Some worms. The worms turns. The Sirlons turn. So they're just going to start piling up right at the t- top of the stairs. And the next one is going to run up. And uh, I would like you to make another wisdom saving throw. More mind fucking. 17. Yeah, all right. That's much better. <laughs> That's much better roll. Less mind-fucking damage. So you're going to take four points of psychic damage on this one. Is it just... You feel like a little twinge. Like, oh, that was... That was uncomfortable. Not as bad as, like, it felt like your brain was being squeezed out of your, like, ears, but... Yeah, like, my eyes are about to pop out of their sockets. That was just, like, a mini headache, like, okay. Um, yeah, they're right at the top of the stairs. Um, Basil, what would you like to do? One of the worms is just... Uh, I'm gonna crack homie with a firebolt. Hell yeah. Twenty-one to hit. That that hits. Go ahead and roll damage, my man. Uh, eleven points of fire damage. Eleven points of fire damage. Yeah. Shards the front of this worm. And uh, as a bonus action, I'm gonna use second wind and get some HP back. Go for it, 100. percent And that's it. Alrighty. The stairs are on fire, so it's about as choke pointed as that can get. And yeah, I just gotta hold the choke point. <laughs> I've got no better option here. Yeah. This is a war of attrition. Um Benoto is going to hold their turn. I'm going to go to the sirlines and this one at the top of the stairs. Same thing again? No. Well, yes, you are going to make a wizarding saving throw, but they are casting Suggestion on you. Oh, ha! 17. You succeed. You just feel this, like, cloudiness, like, try to start to take over your mind, then immediately fade off. Let's fucking go, baby! This one's going to back away from the top of the Look at that, you do have a mental fortitude. And another one is going to rush headlong down the stairs right at you through the fire, catching itself on fire. Yay. So would you like to roll fire damage for your... Sure. Just 2d6. You might even say it went through the fire and the flames. Five. God damn it. Yeah, add it in your own (laughs) bottom slater, bud. No, I'll just keep the... that I did. Alright, and it's going to take... It's multi-attack. I'm gonna die. So it's going to take a bite attack and two claws attack against you. Okay, cool. So the first one is a 17. Hits. Eight points of piercing damage. 
Yeah, you'll be okay. And 18 for the first claw? Yeah, that hits. That'll be six points of piercing damage. Six points of slashing damage. And then a 13. That misses. All right, so. You see a bite, it latches onto your leg and then just tears at your leg. <laughs> but it's also actively on fire, so that's cool. Yeah. For it. Um. Yeah. Uh, Basil, you're up. You see this currently on fire being just tearing into your leg. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a thing. Uh, we're gonna cast Thunder Wave. Hell yeah. Constitution saving throw DC fourteen. For what's the range on it? Fifteen foot cube around me. I mean, it's, it's going to be like all of them. Yeah. Theoretically, so like the technically, one, yes. So the one in front of you rolls an 18. That makes it. Then a 15 from one upstairs. That makes it. A 7. That fails. Benoto is going to roll a 15. That passes. Then the last wormy boy the 9. That one fails. So all two right. failures, two successes. So the two that fail are going to get pushed up to 10 feet. Um, They're right against the wall, so they're just going to absolutely slammed into a wall. Also, you guys hear a thunderous boom emitting from the upper decks now. <laughs> and so 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So 12 to the two that failed and 6 to the two, to the others that succeeded. And then... Um, Bonus action, flamethrower the guy on top of me again. You know what, fun? Roll another d6 because I want him to do some extra damage for the two that you just absolutely... They're pinned to a wall and they failed. So they just get absolutely just rammed into a wall. Extra four. Yeah. Um, I think that's right. They're, you just hear the heads just crack right against a wall. And just, uh, DC 14 deck save for the guy that's standing A, standing in the fire and is also in front of me. Hey, hell yeah. What was it? Duck safe? Yep. DC 14. That is a... That is two natural ones for three. Taking three more points of fire damage. Yeah. You just... And would he take more on the start of his turn for being in the fire as well? Okay. That is what I'll do. Yep. And do you... 2d6, 1d6? Two. Let's just do the same fire. Okay, cool. So it is not his turn to start. Benoto and that will be them. Yeah. So, but well, I'm just going to come just right back sure. to the front here. And it's just going to dagger right down the stairs. He needs a 16. This is bowl. Here. There's two daggers. Right into the wood behind you. You know, you guys are pretty bad at this whole ambush thing. You might want to try harder next time. Um, that's going to end... Pinocchio's, actually, Pinocchio's just going to step away Back from out the of top the way. of the stairs. Yeah. Leave that top open. Uh, it's going to start the Surlion's turn. Would you like to roll your fire damage for the homie that is currently scorching? Ten points. Ten points, yeah. You're just screeching in pain. Um, that particular one is going to take another multi-attack against you. Yep. It's right there. So, bite attack. Is a 13 to hit. Misses. First claw is a 7. Misses. The second one is a 16. That one hits. That is four points of slashing damage. So just through this like char covering the eyes. 
hits the wall of the bite, hits a claw that just grazes across like your shin, just rips at your face. Like, oh, that, that hurts. All right, all right. This is getting real bad. Um, then another one is going to make its way to the top of the stairs. I'd like you to make a wisdom saving throw. As this one is now casting suggestion on you. Eleven. Eleven. Probably fails. Yeah. I'm not liking my odds. Double check before I tell you. Yes, you failed. Definitely not liking my math right now. Damn. Hey, I did a number on these guys, okay? Yeah, you also didn't like try and get our attention at all. That was also the point of the uh, thunder wave. Sure, you guys did get a thunder wave. Yeah. I mean, I'm really... an eleven. Yep. Uh, you fell. Yeah, figured. So, yeah. No shocker there. The word that you were going to be suggested to do is sit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming I sit. <laughs> this is all happening. We'll hold you for a second. You're sawing through this. You will not have gotten through the door. Before you hear the thunder wave. Okay. What would you do, Spike and Bart? Should I go back up and see if he's all right? Yeah, I'm going to keep working at the door. I'm going to send Bart back up to okay. help Basil. Cool. Yep. Uh, make, I'll roll initiative. Bart will throw you in the order. Oh, what the hell did this kid get himself into this time? I get myself into Five. Okay. Hey, fun fact. You are for Sterling. Helpful, but also problematic. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So, Bart, you are now in initiative order. You did hear a large... <laughs> but you were pretty close to the ladder, so... Basil? It is your turn, friend. You have been suggested to set. Do I have to... Like, my... I... I so you suggest a course of activity and magically influence a creature. You can see within a range that can hear and understand your creatures that can be transformed. On a failed save, it pursues the course of action you described be- to the best of its ability. I mean, yeah, I guess the I'm suggested sitting. course of action can continue for the entire demonstration if the suggested acti- activity is completed in a short time. The spell ends when the subject finishes that. What it was asked to do. All right. So even if I sit, I can still attack and do everything. Yeah. Normally, like it's not, you yeah. know, I just want you to sit there. I just want you to sit down. That's fine. I'll sit then. I does, that isn't going to change the fact that I'm about to thunder wave these fuckers again yeah, and flamethrower throw them again. You just get to do it from the, from the floor, from the comfort of the floor. <laughs> Could we possibly like every time you use suggestion, just say uh, charisma hat is being used because like, <laughs> Come on, it's a good bit. I feel yeah, like except it's... I don't think these worms have a charisma hat. No, yeah. but it might as well be the same thing if they're just being like. Also, it's a very sick. niche bit. Yeah, true. All right, Seymour. Thunderwave. Thunderwave. Alrighty, so I'm gonna make DC 14 con saves, con baby. Saving throws. All right, the one right in front of you. I just want to push it. Nineteen. Yeah, nope, he's still there. And a couple guys that are against the wall upstairs. <clears throat> Let's see here. This one. Is a 20. That's another success. The one at the top of the stairs. That just suggested you sit down. The 10. Fail. 
I clicked the wrong button. Benoto. He's a 14. Did he win on ties? They win on ties. Yep. Roller wins on ties. At least that's how our, we're all rolling it. If you don't like it, well, sorry. And then a 21. Yeah. That, yeah. So, in front of you. No, that's not right. right there. So, one of the top of the stairs <coughs> failed. All the rest of them succeed. Fifteen to the one that fails, and he gets shoved ten feet. Boom! Smack right into a door. And then half of that for everybody that passes. So seven. Yeah. And then we're just gonna flamethrower again at homeboy right in front of me. Heck yeah! So DC fourteen deck save. All right, it's fifteen. Yep. So he's gonna take half this, which is still better than nothing. Six, so three. He's just screeching as his body is just charring more and more. Like, back up, back up, get away. All right. So, that ends your turn? Yep. All right, Benoto. Back to the top of the stairs. Whoa. Boop. Has one last dagger. Will only make one dagger attack as he only has one left. As these other two are currently buried in the deck behind you. Theoretically, would he have, like, disadvantage since I'm you would have, sitting in behind the worm? You would have... I would say I'm going to give you three quarters cover. Okay. So what's that? That's a... Uh, plus five to your armor Plus class. five? Okay. And you rolled a six anyways. So yeah. it wouldn't have hit even if the cover mattered. <laughs> that, hey, man. Another one you just... Like, listen, I'm just trying to squeak out what I can here. Yeah, don't worry. Wouldn't even matter if you had the cover. And you just hear cursing from the top of the stairs, and eventually you also just... You suck. Peek back. Bart. It's your turn. One, two, three. Can I get a update on what I'm seeing? I'd say it's going to take you about 20 feet to get you yourself to, like, here. Right up. You can currently see Basil sitting on the ground. With a worm thing right in front of him, and the staircase is on fire. What the hell is that thing? Why is there so much fire? And why the fuck are you just sitting there? Well, I've been holding the choke point anyway, but they made me sit. Whole mind magic thing. Uh, and do you really want to know why everything's on fire? Are you part dog? Again, mind magic. staring up the staircase so he's sitting in front of me yes he's sitting in front of you there is a worm in his face and the staircase is on fire well first off i'm a i'm a i'm a just guiding bolt that fucking yeah. thing out of my way go ahead and roll the hit my man needs to go bye bye yeah 22 that hits roll damage <clears throat> 19 You hear a, and you just watch this worm cave and splatter. Hell yeah. Um, and then I'm going to use my wild shape to take a starry form. Yep. 
being Archer, and I can see one of the other ones standing at the top of it there. From right? where you are, you cannot see all the way to the top of the no. stairs. Hmm. <coughs> I'm going to hold that action then. Well, that just fizzles because it's just your bonus. Well, right, well, but I just meant it. in the sense of not doing it in general. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. just well, gonna I'm just saying because to, to hold your action is a completely different. Right, right, right. My bad for improper wording, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna help him up if I can. You gonna allow me to do that? Um, make a strength check. Basically, you're gonna have to use your bonus action to do it. You already used your action. That that's fine. That's a three. Yeah, no. You mean you get over there and you're gonna start helping him up, but he is still sitting down currently. Okay. Listen, I'll get up on my turn. I'm not worried about getting up. It's just I had to sit. I can't. Fair enough. Had to obey the command, technically. Well, the suggestion. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That's all I got, though. Alrighty. Hey, you guys are killing it. So. Gee, thanks, bud. Using a little bit of the method I like to call fast forwarding. With the choke point that you two are going to hold, you will defeat these Sir Lions. Would you like to kill Benoto, or do you want to hold him unconscious to question him? I want to shoot out both of his kneecaps and interrogate him while he's sitting there on the floor. <laughs> okay, so you're going to kill all of them. Except for him. Yeah. All right. So through the use of your guns and your flamethrower and your starry archer form, Basil and Bart, you guys clean the floor with all of them. <laughs> Proud of you, boys. All I'm going to say right now, six hit points. Yeah, I'm aware. That's, that's how worry, far down they you, got buddy. me. Don't worry, buddy. I got you. And I think we're going to take a little quick break and we will come back to Spike's adventure in the mess hall. Hell yeah. Welcome once again to TOC News. This week we have quite an update for you. We now go live to our ground correspondent, Zach. What's happening up there? Well, Finn, I'm here in the cargo hold of the Nautiloid and I'm joined by Spike. Spike, what are you doing down here all by yourself? Well, I heard someone calling for help, and even though Benito warned us not to help if we heard a voice call out to us, I don't really trust him, so I figured there's only one way to find out if he was lying. Hey Spike, how about you stop playing with yourself down there and come help us? Whoa, no need to yell, I'll be there in a minute. Well, I'll leave y'all to it, I'm going to get out of here just in case Benito wasn't lying. Then, back to you. Well, seems like there's never a dull moment with those three. We now throw it over to Donnie for the weather. So we're going to ignore the fact that Zach sounds completely different today? He sounds normal to me. Now back to Donnie with the weather. Looking at your seven-day forecast, we have a high chance of showers early on in the week, but by Thursday it should clear up heading into the weekend. That's all for your seven-day forecast. Back to you, Fen. Thank you, Donnie. That's all for this week's news update, and we will see you in the next one. Welcome back. Last we left off for for our break, our crew of Basil and Bart had successfully fended off the Sir Lions, leaving their original one, Benoto, a little crippled, 
little screaming in pain, but ready to be interrogated. While below deck, enjoying Spike. Wiggity, what's up? Who is currently sawing through these ropes. Hell yeah. For about a minute, you do cut through the final rope. And the doors can be opened. I'm going to open the door. It is dark. Some of you brought some of your dancing lights with you. Yeah. You see inside there. A large, spindly, arachnid-looking, fish-mouthed creature. Well, that's <laughs> fucking terrifying. It was just staring at you and just... Hello. Wiggity, what's up, dog? Thank you for freeing me. Uh, I'm now going to make... A bite attack on you. Damn. <clears throat> that was an 18 to hit. Uh, if it ties my AC, it hits right. Yep, so we're going to take five points, just five points of piercing damage. Sick. Roller wins on ties. This point, Zach, or Spike, I would like you to roll initiative. Mm. Yeah, that's a one. So I got a two. Okay. Now I'm assuming roll. it goes first. It only rolled a five, but it's still going first. Hell yeah. All right. Starting things off is going to emanate a psychic mind blast just racking your brain. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, Spike. Oh, hell yeah. Here we go. Oh, that is not great. That is... Six. Six. He's about to go down. No. So you take... Not hmm. much. You don't take much damage. Okay. But so you take nine points of psychic damage, but you are now incapacitated as your mind is racked with this psychic blast that just knocks you on your feet. So being incapacitated, you cannot take actions or reactions. So what can I do then? You can move. Wouldn't moving be an action, though? Yeah. I mean, you can try to move. Um, let's read this real quick. Um, you know what? Because this really is very vague. I'm going to say make a wisdom saving throw to see if you would just shake yourself off. Okay. Nope. That's a five. 
Spike really is about to just get eaten. Yeah, probably. So what can I do? That's what I'm actually trying to figure out because it's very vague what it says in here. Okay. Well, damn. I'm about to get my fucking ass blasted. You're just going to straight up get eaten, my guy. Yeah. It's hungry and it's looking for some bodies. Shit happens. I mean, yeah. Maybe you can uh, trick it into getting some pickled brains. Well, I mean, if I'm able to use, like, bonus actions or any form of movement. Yeah, I don't know. I think incapacitated usually implies that you can't even move. How long am I incapacitated? Following the rules, you just can't take actions, reactions, or bonus actions, but you can move. That's so weird. But when to adjust it, you can take half movement. Movement will be restricted as you are stuck dealing with this crippling like head pain. How long does this last? Um, <clears throat> until the end of uh, until the end of your turn. It's the end of my turn. Yeah, so you are just half, or and then if it does it again, well, then you're stuck. But okay, so question: Question: Can I hold an action? So, like on my turn, would I be allowed to hold an action for when I'm no longer incapacitated? Yeah. Because if so, that changes very much so what my plan is. I don't know. It gets weird because normally. Holding an action is I'm requires you to have one no. to spend. <clears throat> okay. Um, Actually, no. I'm going to say yes. Yes? Yes, you can because you're waiting until you would have to <clears throat> specify what's going to trigger you to do this particular action. When I am no longer incapacitated. Okay. I am going to starlight step. As, as like far away as I, I, I'm gonna starlight step thirty feet away from him. Okay. So I guess that would be to the stairs, or cl- close to the stairs. Yeah, you can get yourself right to the like the ladder. Okay. Yeah, I'll go to the ladder then. Yeah. All right. So you are, and that's that's it for me. I will I will hold my. Okay. All right. Yeah, so you immediately become incapacitated and you're going to bamf over. Right there. Okay. This creature is now going to start. Well, actually, we'll see if it gets its mind blast back. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. It, it gets it back. It does not get it back. It does not recharge. Let's fucking go, baby. But it is now going to start hauling ass towards you. Damn. Okay. It does make it right next to you. It has a lot more movement than you. But it cannot yeah. stun you again, but it's going to take a multi-attack and it's going to use one bite attack and two claws against you. Okay, that's fine. So the bite attack is a 12 to hit. That misses. Claw number one's a 23. That hits. Four points of slashing damage. And then a nine, so that misses. Alright, so that is going to end its turn. It's right up next to you, this chittering being. At this point, Basil and Bart, you hear the chittering and the slashing and the terrible sounds coming from 
below the cargo. And yeah. you, Bart, being right next to it, can see mm. this abomination of a creature attacking Spike. Uh, Cut the rope. Yeah, so he wasn't lying. It's definitely an abomination down here. Cut the rope. I am Can going I... to uh, cast Misty Steps up to the top. Yep. I'm going to uh, set that other staircase on fire with my flamethrower. And I'm going to... Uh, down. Yeah. Guiding bolt the fucking... Because I'm assuming that goes down to where... You don't know. Yeah, either way. Uh, either way, I'm blocking off exits. Like, when... Uh, the creature? Yes. What else are you doing? Before we get to you, Bart, we're going to finish Spike. How far is it to our boat? Oh man, you have to get back up to the battle prow for you to be able to. Okay. Uh, how far away is One, that? Two, three, four, five. Um, full thirty feet would get you into the staircase to the prow. Okay, so I'll use my thirty feet of movement. Yep, so that puts you right into the battle prow staircase. And then, how far away am I from the boat? Uh, I'd say if you were trying to miss it, your starlight step, you could get on there. I will starly step back onto our boat. Okay, you are. He just bamfed past us. You just watch. Yep. He I just left worry. us with his problem. You just watch him. Yeah, I recommend you run like I just did. You see Mist up here. He looks, tells you that he was not lying, and you see him run into the staircase, and you see stars, and he's gone. That's why I let the other staircase on fire, and uh, yeah, I'm going to start sauntering my... I'm putting my head... I'm not guiding bolting this fucking thing. I'm not going to waste my... uh, Are you just going to sprint? No, I was actually going to Misty Step. (laughs) (laughs) I... No, no, no. Hold on. I'm grabbing you and bringing you with me, at least. You guys are leaving the boat. Yes, yes, okay. yes. I'm heading, yes. I'm misty stepping first up whatever amount I can, yeah. and then we can use our movement from there. Sound good? Sound good. Yeah, I no. guess. I guess. Are you gonna... misty stepping both of you? Yep. At this point, it won't matter if you misty step both of you or not. You all can use enough movement on your own or with spells to get off of the boat. Let's go. As you are now off of the boat, back onto the moon dancer. Looking very rough, very terrified. I just bend over once I hit the gangplank. Just <sighs> oh, oh yeah. By the way, I should probably do this. That's uh, so much mind fucking going on on that ship. God, it hurts. Oh, there's so many things I can't unsee. Oh fuck. Yeah, that was a uh, fucking whack, you bro. You didn't points, have four buddy. fucking worms trying to tongue fuck you and get in your mind. No, I had a big ass fucking creepy spider looking motherfucker beat my ass. What did, what do I get? Ten? I just slap you with ten HP. Take it. Oh there's so many fucking oh, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna unsee any of that. God, this sucks. You'll be fine, relax. Yeah. You'll probably see some crazier shit. I really hope the answer to that is no. <sighs> Mm. Don't worry. I know whose fault it is. Mm. Yeah. I know whose fault it will probably be. I told him to not open the door. I'm aware you have a logical thinking side. Hey, in all fairness, he was lying to us. He wasn't lying completely. He just wasn't telling the entire truth, which in a depending on your court of law, yeah, that's technically lying, but... 
It's not really in this case. I probably would have left the door alone anyway. Yeah, but you know, I was curious. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be a defining trait of yours. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? <sighs> Boy. At this point, on the ship, just so you guys have an idea, um, there is only currently one of the Astro Elves, and then your the rest of your crew. Which is just Sartell and Flapjack and the and civilians. Your, and your civilians that had been put to work, that had volunteered to help run the ship. It was one of the lieutenants. Was it the one we fucked up? Nope. Okay, it's the other one. Okay. Could we just kidnap them and just have Flapjack go start the fucking boat? I am in severe fucking pain right now. I am not trying to do a mutiny. They are a bit faster than us, aren't they? They're Starmoth, yeah. Yeah, it did catch up relatively quickly. <laughs> Slaps him with another cure wound. There's 12 more, buddy. All right, I am in severely less pain. <laughs> <laughs> However, comma, the post-traumatic stress syndrome is not going away. How you feeling, bud? Uh, I'm going to give myself 15 hit points back with lay on hands. Paladin's doing paladin shit. And then I'm feeling A-okay. Yeah, I'm sure you are. You still hurting over there, kid? I'm fine. It's just a matter of I had four worms try and... Oh, I understand. Get into like... my mind and then eat my body and possess my body. Hey, I gave you some health. I don't know what you want from me. There's some wounds that cannot be healed physically. They take time. Are they here right now? No, then you're fine. Uh, I think wounds of the mind are pretty much there the whole time until you, you move past it. Yeah. Does that mean every time I say sit, you're going to cringe? No. I might try and shoot you. I mean, I suppose that's understandable. Oh, also, astral elf person, you might want to. We might want to get this. Uh, these boats moving away at a uh, very swift speed. At this point, you had already felt your ship slowly okay. moving out of the air bubble of the Nautiloid. I don't think you guys want to see what's left on that ship. Uh, I would like you all to make perception checks for me. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck. Nine. Nineteen. Twenty. So, Basil, you were just tending to your wounds. You are My brain hurts. Barton Spike, though, you notice... Off in the distance, a ship coming from behind the view of the Nautiloid. A ship type that you, Spike, recognize. It is a Night Spider, a Neogi ship. Hmm. And it's coming directly towards you. Hey, guys, you know those fucking Neoki things? Yeah. No, 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 we don't know what Neogis are. 
No, but I saw dead bodies. You saw dead you, bodies. You, you you saw one down in the basement or the fucking whatever the fuck it was, the underbelly. Yeah, that's their ship, one of their ships, and they are hauling ass towards us, cruising around at the speed of sound, if you would. I doubt that. I don't see them breaking the sound barrier over there. At this point, Sartell looks over and goes, Ah, oh, shit. He's right. He must have been baiting us. Well, friends, you've crewed this ship before. <sighs> Get prepped to do it again. Hey, uh, yeah, Astral Elf, you, you're, you're the only one with an operational magnet. You want to tell your buddies to just start lobbing rocks? They'll do what they can. Yeah, I know. You're just going to cut us and leave us to dry. I know what you're going to do in the end. I'm not that stupid. At this point, you see Sartell peel off. And the Astral Elf peels off as they go towards where Flapjack's helm is. Yeah, all right. I'm getting all a ballista. Start scrambling. I will take my place back up at the ballistas with Basil. I shoot, you load. So. Hell yeah. Bart's going to run over and start climbing the mast as usual. Got to get that good sight line. So Bart, with you climbing up there, you roughly see that you guys have about 250 feet for this ship is on you. We don't have much room. We better get moving if we're going. I think we're at top speed. Yeah, I think we're probably getting away from these fuckers as fast as we possibly can. Seymour, just do me a favor and let me know when we're in 120 feet range. It will not take long. Trust me. When the first creature is in 120 okay. feet. Yeah. I'll keep you. What was your perception? Uh, 20 or 19 or 20? 19. Okay, keep that in mind. So, um, yeah. You guys are on the ballista? Yep. Yep. It's got a little bit of uh, range for then. They are going to be the ones taking the first attack with their Maganel. I need to put fucking cannons on this thing yesterday. Yeah. We really haven't had much time. As soon as we get to a port. We kind of got up into wild space and then... As soon as we get on a port and I get more than enough metal. You're free. You yeah. just see the first rock just clear right by you. Came a little close towards your mast. Fuck. But yes, um, ballista can fire. Okay. Let's go ahead and roll the hit on the ballista. Uh, what's the? What's the addition? Plus six. Uh, that is a natural 20. 13. So, misses. Definitely hits. So, it's going to be 3d10. I'll either let you do... I'll let you guys choose how we want to do it. We haven't never had a crit yet. So, I'll let you guys choose how we want to do this. Do we want to double the amount of dice rolled? Or do we want to roll the dice and then double the total that we have rolled? Um, it's totally up to you. So, like, would you like to roll 3d10 and then double that amount, or do you want to roll 6d10? I think 6d10 sounds more fun. Statistically, yeah, either way, it doesn't really matter. So Yeah, either way, it doesn't matter. But it's up to you. So whatever we choose right here will be the way we do crits for the rest of this campaign. Rolling more dice is fun. All right, so from now on, crits will be double the amount of dice. Okay, I need one more. So go ahead and roll that damage. 
Okay, that is... Uh, hold on, give me a second. Thirty-one. Thirty-one points. Value's here. And then you just see the next ballista as Spike is there just boom and just crash right into this metallic siding. Chunking off a large portion of a spider leg. Kurt chunk. As they're currently coming in. I would say very soon they are going to be there. You will see a creature within 120 feet. Firing off a guiding bolt. Go ahead and roll damage. Or roll the hit. 21. That definitely hits something. Go ahead and roll damage. 15. You can see. You guys see this at the front of it as well. Just a streak of holy white light. Just you notice a little beacon of light glowing from the deck of the night spider. I'm going to take aim at that and start uh, lobbing a firebolt. Yeah, go ahead and roll. You have advantage. You can see it. Well, that's not 20. So, yeah, that's an 18. I guess we're just trying to flex there. Yeah, go ahead and... Listen, sometimes you just got to go for the style points, you know? 20. So double the amount of dice you're going to roll them in. Uh, yep. Yeah, two, three, four. Mm, 19. 19, yeah. You also watch... A little speck of red. As this, as you see a creature fall over. Hell yeah, Batman. And at that point, uh, was it three turns to load a ballista? Yeah. So, oh, that's still loading. I guess I'll just start... Popping some more guiding bolts until that thing's. Sure. I mean, you don't really have range, so I'm assuming uh, you're just loading the. Hold on. Let me see. I might have range. Um, I mean, either way, I'll pop another one, rip another one at it. Uh, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 22. 22, yeah. I heard you counting up in those 20s. I'm like, yep. Yep. There's Roll damage. that damage, my there's friend. damage numbers. Mm. 18. All right, 18. Yeah. Another fire blast. Um, it's around this time also, especially you, Bart, and Spike, you see a little bit of this because of your high perception. You see another, you see a couple specks of ships out in the distance, but not spider-like. More reminiscent to the ship that you're in, a galleon. And they are... Making way towards your guy, this particular parlay. Looks like we got some backup. Is there such a thing yeah. as a Royal Navy out in space? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Kinda? Yeah, that's what I thought. There's probably a group out there that think they're the Royal Navy of space. Wouldn't be surprised on that one. So, at this point, you uh, want to say, probably have like one more. Ballista shot. All right. Before yeah. these two newcomers make it into the fray and see what they bring to the party. Yeah, I'll rip a. I will also rip a ballista shot. Well, plus six. 
Yep. Yeah. And you could do something if you want to. You're in range. 19 Ooh. plus 6. I think that hits. That hits. That's only an 8 for that me. That misses. That's 3d10. 3d10, yes. Let's throw another guiding bolt. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You see, you pick out another creature on board. 14. Uh... Huh. Not doing too bad this encounter. This is... No, it's, just, it's amazing what happens when you're prepared. It's a little bit like glow mm-hmm. near where you hit on the deck. 16 points of damage. And you just chink, and you see your ballista bolt just sticking part of the way into the hull of this spider. At this point, you see two large galleons, very reminiscent to what the moon dancer looks like, come up and start pummeling this night spider with ballista bolts, Maganel stones from all sides. And you see this night spider just kind of crunching and bobbing before eventually like dipping down and out. Yeah, fuck off. Before eventually these two ships, which you see names painted on the side are the stalwart and the incorrigible. Pull up kind of alongside. It's like a little bit of like an escort sort of deal. Merging air bubbles. Where'd the star moth go? It's backways. Oh, it never... So we just have one of the astrolabs on here. Yeah, they wanted so two of the astrolabs left. Yeah, there'd be <laughs> one on board of your ship as like a emissary. Uh huh. And they kind of just took off. Like your ship took off because you were getting them. Yeah, because the Neogi were coming at us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just took off. Uh, see, I figured that I thought the Star Moth was going to continue escorting us. No, they. I mean, they're back a little ways. Yeah. But they're not like right on your tail because they didn't want to have both right next to each other while they're getting bombarded by a ship. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I just. But currently, yes, yeah, so you have your two galleons right here. At this point, you see a couple members come aboard. Specifically, a Githyanki buccaneer makes his way aboard your ship. <laughs> well then we have pleasant timing yeah I mean we were doing pretty good but a few extra shots never hurts well I'm glad we could be here what is your captain Sartel oh commander <laughs> yeah we're not dying anymore it's a pleasure to see you and she's a awesome Captain Sartell, it's a pleasure to see you. What are you doing out here? She's, oh, you know, um, just around. Being held hostage. At this point, he looks at you and goes, what? Yeah, you don't see the, the star moth over there? I just kind of point back. Mm, interesting. I don't like that. Yeah, neither do we. We tried to fight him and then got our asses kicked because we're, you know. Yeah. That's why he kind of like leans in really close to like you guys and starts telling us, do you need our assistance? I mean, currently we only have one of them aboard. So if we just want to like take him as a hostage and just kind of boot, scoot, and rally away from the star moth, I'm not opposed. So I kind of looks, I guess, but I appreciate the assistance, but we're going to the rock. They're taking us there. We can 
ditch them there. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. I just kind of assumed they were going to hold us hostage until they decided they wanted to get us somewhere or sink us somewhere. So, Well, I think they made it very clear that they don't want to sink us. Eh, they could change their minds very quickly. We did kind of uh, piss off that captain pretty good. Yeah, he was a massive dickhead. Yeah, I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying we did. It's not like we didn't give him a reason to sink us. Hey, fair enough, I guess. We call this Joe's captain. Commander, I appreciate your help so much, but I think I think we'll be okay without your escort. Very well. I'm glad we were here to save you all we can. I think you owe me a drink when we get back, then. Shit, I'll buy you ten. <laughs> I will take you up on that if I see you again, good friend. I what mean, is your name? Ain't got nowhere to go. Name's Basil. Basil. It's a pleasure. Other friends, what is your names? I'm Spike. Spike. I'm Bart. Ah. Always good to have a man in the in the, in the top. Crow's nest, man. You gotta have them eyes all over the place. Definitely take you up on that drink if we meet again, Basil. Oh, hell yeah. Captain Sartell. It's been a pleasure. Stay safe. We wish you the best of travels. You see him make his way towards the corner of the ship and you hear him bark out, Men! That night spider is just going to come back. Let's sink it. So send it down. And you see both ships stop, pull back a little bit, and then actually peel off in the direction that the night spider went. As much as I would like his help, I think... They want us at the rock alive. So, shall, hey. we, shall we play nice? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. like I said, Captain, call. Like I said, call's yours. It's your boat. I'm just, you know, like I said, I just personally having them try and take us hostage kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Well, you guys are really against what these astrologers are doing. No offense, Spike. None taken. These okay. guys are kind of dickheads. When we get to the rock, I will uh, get you in contact, or I'll send you on your way to uh, meet a man, Crux, who uh, might be able to help mm. you plan your next steps and stopping this. So I'm gonna speak. use my uh, magical tinkering and just write that name and script on my arm, just so I have it for later. Yep. You're right. Commodore Crux. Commodore Crux. Commodore Crux. So, when we get to the rock, we'll get you set that way. Sounds like a plan to me. But until then, rest. You deserve it. For real. Thank you all so much. I mean, uh, Nothing really need to thank us that much for. I mean, you did kind of get us off of that rock as it was uh You did give me my ship over. back. Yeah. Yeah, well, we could have done it with a little more finesse. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we could have done it with a little more as finesse. As we just stare up at the crows and the show. Maybe we could have done it with a little more finesse. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you see, maybe if we didn't pick unnecessary fights... I'm sorry, I didn't want to hear a monologue. 
You coming down anytime soon? I could. Get your ass down here. DM him. If you will allow me to just use Misty stuff. A little more than 30 feet. Yeah, fine. I'll climb down. <laughs> I'll let you climb down. How about this? You climb down part of the way, and when you know, like, you know you're in the 30 feet, you just, and you just see in between you two, Spike and Basil, just slides down the rope. I like to think that, that Bart just fucking Misty steps above where fucking Basil is and has him try and catch it. (laughs) 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 Done this a time or two. Bess, you have a little bit of time to yourselves. Is there anything you would like to do for the moon dancer? Before you take a short rest, get aboard. Captain, is there any chance I can interest you in upgrading your weaponry on this thing into, I don't know, some cannons? Like, I can fit a full broadside on that middle deck. Let us dock first, and then let's get you on your way. And, you know, maybe after you get yourself on your way and I get my feet underneath me again, we can talk. Uh, fair enough. I'm just saying, you know, like you, you know what I who I am, what I look like, you know where I'll be, but you know what I'm saying? Like we'll find you each could, other. You could really do with some like I'm talking six cannons each side. You could lay one of those Neogi spiders down ASAP. Well, let's first get to the rock. Get a drink and get our feet underneath <laughs> us first. Need more than a drink. So how long is it yeah, gonna no take shit. to get us to the rock? Oh not too long. A few hours. Well, nothing terrible, I don't think. So, yeah, you have a lot of time. If you want to just sit back and relax, you can. If you want to explore the rest of the ship that you haven't been able to explore, it's been kind of jam-packed action for a little while, by all means. Yeah. I guess let's go see how Flapjack's doing. All right. Yeah, I'm down to go. Don't lie, you just want to go look at the star charts. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> you can be honest about it. Me? Yeah. I still get to go see Flapjack regardless. Bart's going to see Flapjack. Spike? Um, I think I'm probably going to just go chill and like talk to like the commoners down, down below. Alrighty. Basil? Uh, caught me off guard. I was trying to manage something in my inventory. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I guess just follow Bart for now. Not really just say anything. Just kind of wander around with him and not really, you know. You coming, Basil? No, I'm going to stand here and look like a piece of wood. They call me fine art. You know, I hear, I've heard a lot of complaining coming out of that mouth of yours today. Yeah, and? And nothing, but the fuck. So with the complaining. I'm not complaining. Did I, sound, did I say I was complaining about nothing? Mm. You just asked if I was coming along. I said, yeah, no, I'm going to stand here and look like a fine piece of art standing on this deck. Yeah, we're well, getting off just a hit him with the fucking, with Okay, and? <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, as you two make your way towards the helm, you turn the room and you do see Flapjack. Our lovely pirate flump. You're Flapjack. right. There's nothing good on that that stupid nautiloid looking nautilus 
fucking ship. Did you think I was lying? Did you no, no, doubt I, me? I, no, 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 no. I didn't doubt you. I just... You said you didn't know 100% of what go, was going on in there, and I'm telling you right now, it's some fuck shit. Correct. There was an abomination on there and everything. No, the de- the scarier part was the four or five worm-like things sitting up in the top deck just waiting to gank me and eat my skin. To be fully honest with you all, I'm very okay not hearing any of the tales of this adventure. Okay. I'm just glad I was able to uh, drive us away. Yeah, that's fair. You see the tentacles moving, doing like m- tracing arcane sigils, moving like little rods and hitting buttons. And at this point, I'm just gonna ritually cast identify on the spelljammer helm. Okay. Because I want to understand it. Okay. Yep. I will link you. Well, you can link yourself. I don't care how we do this. I can look it up. I've got just the look book. up the spelljammer helm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. At this point, he is just pulling down charts, looking at things, making sure they're on the correct trajectory, adjusting dials and arcane stuff as he is getting ready. And eventually, he gets the sonic horde, and you see, in flump fashion, what it looks like would be him sitting back in the chair. Not really a traditional sit, but you see him kind of like float backwards. Just kind of lean back in his the, space. The head piece. Butts up against the back of the chair. Go on, Bart. I know you want to start tracing the star maps. Oh, you think I haven't already been doing that? He did that as soon as he got here. That kid's a freak. There's no such thing as a freak in the stars. No, there is some freaky shit in the stars. One of them tried to eat my face. Oh, I never, I never got to interrogate my friend. We just kind of left him there to die to that, the hands of that abomination. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing I kneecapped him. It's not like he could get away. Well, if you die to, he may have deserved it, but we will see. Hopefully, we will never meet that abomination ever again. I, I am 100% with you on that one, Flapjack. So, friends, what is the goal when we get to the rock? What are you guys doing? I gotta meet this Commodore Crux. Ah, Mr. Crux. A wonderful, fine gentleman. I hope so. I hope he's gonna help me lay waste to those astral elves. He seems... I've met him a handful of times. A very fine gentleman. Very good. Good crack shot. I appreciate a crack shot. And for you, Sir Starman, but... You appreciate anything that goes boom. Correct. Can always be made better and more efficient. And me, I'm just here to see the entire galaxy. As much of it as I can. Well, stick to a sp- stick, stick with a spell jammer. We'll get you there. I like the cut of your jib, Flapjack. Well, maybe we can fry again sometime. I wonder how space privateering goes. I mean, privateering on a planet's easy. But... Now we're in space. Well, yeah. when we get to the rock, there'll be plenty of people who can ask about that. All sorts of things happen there. Legal, illegal. Mm. Oh, all matters of good and nastiness. While this conversation is happening, Spike. Yeah. You have a low deck. Anything particular you want to ask any of the commoners? Any information you're looking for? Or just general... 
Just generally checking in on them, seeing how they're doing after, you know, their fucking home was just eviscerated by crystals. Um, politician handshaking everybody. They're a little shaken up still. They're slowly, you know, have it being a day out. Some of them are still kind of in shock. Some of them are finally, like, they've processed it. And it's a little tough for them, but they know it's like... They've got to move on. A lot of the children don't understand it. And a lot you see a lot of parents trying to either not fully explain what's going on or just not tell them at all. I will uh, help the parents and put dancing lights around the room to distract their kids. Yeah. Yeah. You give them a little, little moats, little lobules. Boop, boop, boop. And the kids, a lot of the kids just were focusing on their parents. They're also not just like, just in awe of these little globules of floating light. Hell yeah. So, yeah. So. So once I'm done, once we're done kind of talking to Flapjack, just head back to our quarters and bust out my um, artificer's tools and just start doing basic maintenance. Just oil, clean, right. repeat. Bart's just sitting there in front of all the star charts, just simply scrolling through. Okay. Sam. So, so you guys can take a short rest if you'd like. Okay. A few hours pass. So if you'd like to take a short rest, use any yeah. use any hit dice, go for it. Um after a couple hours, you guys done your maintenance, star charts, you're sitting on the main deck. And you see in sunlight illuminating rooftops and spires of a city built across the top of a gigantic asteroid. The asteroid's underside has structures as well, including fortresses and giant sails. Wooden docks protrude from one end of the asteroid, and a variety of ships are moored there. Space-dwelling fish scatter in front of you, and you do see a few of them get caught by passersby just catching them in nets. Your ship adjusts its heading until the docks are straight ahead, level with the ship's main deck. As you do get closer, you see pier workers standing ready to catch the ropes and tie off your ship as it glides right alongside and slows to a stop. Captain Sartell claps a couple of you on the shore and says, Ha ha ha, we made it. Welcome to the rock. And friends, this is where we part ways. Yeah, I figured as much. Like I said, please, go seek out Commodore Crux. You'll find him, usually it's about this time, head to the Happy Beholder. Any uh, any description of what he looks like? He's a gif. He'll be very hard to miss. What does that mean? A hippo. <laughs> oh. Yeah. A hippo? A talking, walking hippo. Yeah. Gifts. They're great. Super nice guys. Uh, listen, we're not saying they're not. That, like, a Githyanki and a Gith, Githrazi, like, that's one thing. The hat is these little things, little, little monkey things. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Hippo man. I don't think, I don't think we've seen a hippo. What's a hippo? You, we've seen a hippo. Yeah. You will see... We'll see many of them. Don't worry, friend. But yes, I do we urge were you. We at the circus at the, the one, in that one town. I urge you to go visit Commodore. He will help you. 
And if he can't help you, at least it'll be a good enough night to, you know, help take the edge off. Mm-hmm. Could you point us towards the, the place we're going? Oh, come on. You should know where we are. You've been here before, haven't you? Yeah, I've been here a bit. I don't think I've ever been to the, what's what was it? Called? Happy Beholder. Happy, Happy Beholder. Beholder. Don't think I've ever been there. Head down Main Street here, and you should probably ask around. Once you get a little bit farther down, they'll be able to help you. I have to stay here, fix up the ship a bit, get some of these commoners rehomed. Yeah, good luck with that. We'll find each other. Good luck, friends. She goes around and shakes all of your hands, putting five gold pieces in all of your palms. Thanks Isn't for that the money. Just dandy. Hell yeah. Ain't that just dandy? <coughs> Hell yeah, Batman. I like being at 110. It's a nice number. So. Puts me at 115. What would you guys like to Fancy. do? All right, listen, Spike. I ain't walking too far without you taking the lead because, uh, Dumb and Dumber here, myself and Dumber yeah. over there, don't really, uh, don't know what we got going on here. Well, uh, if you see what you think to be some sh- shady shit going on, you don't, okay? That's so, standard fares, but all right. Yeah, just, well, there's there's some shady shit happening out here, like, Worse than than what what you're probably accustomed to. I mean, what do we do? Are we chopping people up in a fresh market and selling their body parts or something? Maybe, probably somewhere on the rock. I'm sure it's happening. That's unsettling. Yeah, yeah, it's a little unsettling, but you know, you get used to it. Anyway, right down Main Street this way, I'm sure we can probably find someone and ask them where the, where the fuck we need to go. Oh, fuck it. All right, Spike. Off we go. Make an investigation check for me. Okay. I suppose I can... Uh, I'll, uh, I'll assist him in just trying to read signs as we go. All right, so make this with advantage. Okay. That's 17, and that is two. So we're going to take the 17. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good so, number. So through the help of Basil, you both asking around a little bit, looking at signs, you do eventually... Yeah, the sign says it's that way. What, can you not read? I can fucking read, okay? I just get that way and that way mixed up sometimes. Oh, God. You do eventually come to a tavern with a sign with a beholder head on it. It says, happy beholder. So, as you walk in, you do see a large spherical creature with eye stalks and a watchful central eye tending the bar. I was literally just about to lead into Bart's shoulder as we were walking to be like, how much do you want to bet that there's actually a beholder running this place and that's going to be fucking weird. You see one side of a table meant for six. A broad-chested, hippo-headed man with a green parrot perched on one shoulder. The haggard figure squints at you over the top of this enormous tankard. And waves inviting you to have you come take a seat. And that is where we will end. Thank you all so much for joining us for episode three. We hope you enjoyed this. So tune in next time and we'll see what sort of uh, 
adventures they get into with Commodore Crux now that they are on the rock. Next time on the Tavern of Chaos. There she is, boys. What's her name? The second wind. Isn't she something? I think it needs a little bit of work. Well, she gets you to point A to point B. That's all that matters. I think it's missing a few cannons and... Oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that cannon at all. Starbow right there can hook a rock better than any ballista can take down a ship.